All right, guys, welcome to the video today. Today, I'm going to do a little gear dump for you. I'm going to run you through all the stuff I'm bringing on this uh, backpack spring bear hunt I'm about to do. So I'm actually leaving in a few days. I'm actually going to drive out west to meet up with uh, Ryan Lampers and Mark Livesey and Brad Hunt from Gritty. And we're going to do a 10-day backcountry-style bear hunt. And um, we are actually bringing llamas in. But I just spoke with Lampers yesterday and kind of the area we're going into is not super conducive to llamas. So we're probably going to go in about three miles or so with the llamas, set up a base camp and then spike hunt out from that. Um, so I wanted to be able to make sure, you know, um, that I was able to be self-contained, have all my gear in my pack. Um, because I don't know exactly what the situation will be with the llamas or how far we'll be able to take them. So anyway, I just want to make sure I had all my stuff and I was ready to go in my pack alone. Um, I'm running this hunt. I'm running the Initial Ascent IA6K backpack. And um, this thing is not light because I got camera gear, two tripods, rifle, hunting gear, um, and, you know, 12 days of food. It's a 10-day hunt, but I like to bring two days extra food if I can. So you're talking at least 25 pounds of food probably. Um, and you know, I got like a six or seven pound camera lens, like I said, two tripods, hunting gear, rifle, everything. So I don't expect this thing to be light. Um, fortunately for me, this uh, initial ascent backpack does carry a load very well. Um, and I was able to get all my stuff in there. It's pretty full, but um, I just wanted to real quick before we head in and I show you all the stuff that's inside, I want to start out here. I got this crane scale I got from Amazon, pretty cheap and it works really well. And I just want to give you an idea of the total pack weight before we head in. Um, again, I don't expect it to be light, but it's as light as I could get with camera gear and hunting gear and, and 12 days of food. So let's just go ahead and turn this thing on and see what we're coming in at. So she's coming right in at 75 pounds, which is heavy. Uh, again, you can see right here, I got this five, maybe seven pound camera lens, um, two tripods, rifle, all my stuff in 12 days of food. You know, obviously that will decrease as the trip goes on, as I eat it. And I might be able to offload some of it on the llamas, not sure yet, but um, you know, I train the 75 pound pack usually. So I'm kind of used to that weight. And again, this thing really, really does handle a load very well. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, so anyway, let's just head inside and I'll uh, start opening this thing up and show you what I got inside of it. All right, guys, so we made it inside and now I want to take you through all the gear I'm taking on this trip, um, on this bear hunting trip. Um, it's a lot of stuff, um, but I'm using and trying out uh, a bunch of new uh, gear items on this hunt that I haven't used before. Um, so I'm excited to test some things out. Also, you know, given the fact that we will have a llamas for some of it, um, there's a few things that I'm on the fence about that I'm going to bring kind of multiple options for to see which one works best. And um, again, hopefully I might be able to offload some of this stuff onto one of the llamas on the way in. But, um, you know, I got another coming, uh, another hunt coming up in October where, you know, we're not going to have all llamas and it's another 10 day hunt. So this is a good practice and, you know, uh, a good chance to make sure everything's where I want it to be and uh, just try out a couple different systems on this trip. So um, I want to go ahead and start off actually with kind of the stuff that I'll be wearing or have on my body. 
uh, first really quick. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but um, so first thing, you know, I've tried Merino base layers. Uh, a lot of guys like Merino next to skin. Uh, I've tried it and I have landed on, I really much prefer synthetic base layers next to skin. So um, this one right here is a Kuyu Peloton short sleeve. And then I got a Kuyu Gila um, long sleeve. This is actually a little bit more comfortable. But yeah, like I said, I've tried, um, you know, the Merino next to skin. It is nice in a lot of ways. I find synthetic a little more comfortable. I think it actually does dry faster as well. So I'll usually start with the synthetic, or, you know, now I'm going to be starting with the synthetic base layer uh, and then a Merino mid layer, but I'll get into that. So I'll be wearing this on top, you know, for my pants. Um, I will not bring an extra pair of pants. It's something I used to do a lot when I was first starting out, you know, bring an extra pair of pants and you never end up needing them. I mean, you know, <laughs> this trip I probably will because I just said that, but I've never literally needed a second pair of pants on a trip. So I'm going to wear in these Kutana stretch woven pants. I love these things and I will wear these every single day. And the only pants I'm bringing. Um, and then let's see, that'll take us down to the gators um i am going to be using the peak skaters this year i got these guys at the expo um really good innovative tough gators um and uh the ones i was working or using last season didn't work out for me so um peak skaters good stuff um i'm gonna be using this uh, kuyu climbing belt Good multi-purpose item. Uh, as far as underwear, <clears throat> you know, I don't really like fancy merino underwear. Um, even the synthetic ones I've tried, they're just not as comfortable for me. I prefer just good old classic cotton Hanes underwear or whatever you like. That's just me. I just prefer, I think it's more comfortable. As far as socks, you know, again, I'm going with the um, uh, zero cushion wool sock liner. And then a good farm defeat or darn tough uh, hunting sock with some cushion on it. Um, and as far as footwear goes, um, I've tried out a bunch of different boots. Um, these were recommended to me. Uh, I did a lot of research and kind of found these on my own, but then also um, Trail over at Go Hunt recommended these. These are Hanwag Tatra Lights. Um, you know, I would compare them to something like a Crispy Laponia. Um, in terms of weight and just kind of the construction uh, and lightness uh, of the boot and flexible flexibility. Um, but these ones just work better for my foot shape. You know, I think Crispy's got some great stuff, but personally, uh, for the shape of my foot, these seem to work better and give me less problems on the back of my heels. Um, so that's what I'm walking, uh, wearing for footwear. Also trying out this year inside some sheep feet. Uh, picked those up. They actually just came in the mail today. Perfect timing. Uh, I've had a chance to wear them around a little bit today, and they um, they do feel really comfortable in there. So you know, time will tell on those. But I've heard great things, and so I'm looking forward to trying those out. Um, but yeah, I love these boots. Um, you know, I got them a half size bigger with the sheep feet, and then also wearing the socks and the liners. So that's something to think about uh, as you're looking at boots. Um, but check out Hanwag. If uh, you know Crispy is great too, 
Um, there's tons of great boots out there. Um, but so far I'm really liking the Hanwag boots. Um, and then of course, you know, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it cause I have before in the past, but, um, I got my Bino pack with my optics in there. Uh, probably run 12s on this trip. I always keep some extra tools and a lighter handy in here for, you know, fixes on the rifle or whatever. Rangefinder, and I got my Spartan Precision Pro Hunt bipod right there handy. And probably will also, you know, um, put the inReach, the Garmin inReach on there so it's accessible as well. Um, lastly, on that note, um, you know, I always like to carry a pocket knife, you know, just right there in my, in my pocket. Um, of course, I do carry a kill kit as well, which I will get into, but I really like just having that accessible knife handy as a tool. Um, and, you know, like I've been in a situation before, like in this Kodiak trip, the first uh, deer we shot, um, I was filming. I didn't have my kill kit with me, but I ended up helping clean the deer with this knife. And this is a Kershaw blur. It's not very expensive, but it's razor sharp right out of the box. It's assisted opening. Uh, I've carried this same model of knife for a long time. I kind of just use it till it wears out or something and then just get a new one because they're not too expensive but uh, i really like this knife kershaw blur and i like to just keep one of those handy at all times um see i think that's it you know obviously i'm gonna i always spring trekking poles um these are the ones i've been using these are some lakey um carbon poles um but actually um ryan just texted me and he's gonna bring me some um some peaks uh trekking poles to try out on this trip so uh, heard good things about those i'll let you know how they do but i'll be using those peaks trekking poles on this trip but i definitely recommend trekking poles um for this kind of thing so anyway guys i'm gonna head now onto the pack we'll start off with all this stuff we got kind of on the pack first um so this is something I'm a little bit on the fence about. Typically, I just bring in a smaller kind of glassing pad, um, you know, for sits. But um, I'm thinking about bringing this big boy this time. A couple reasons. Um, a, there's a chance we will be using floorless shelters on this trip, um, you know, like a Cimarron or a Silex or something. And I really wanted to have something chunky um, to put under my air pad. So it doesn't, you know, get a puncture in it. And also since, you know, it is pretty bulky, but it goes right in the bottom of my pack and it really doesn't weigh hardly anything. So, you know, I, I've found out that, you know, on these types of hunts, usually you're away from camp all day long, but a lot of times you have that kind of midday sort of lull and, you know, people sometimes take a little nap, get a little shut eye, maybe 45 minutes for, you know, hour, hour long power nap. And it can be really hard to find somewhere comfortable to lay down you know, especially in the desert or in mountainy type areas. So I'm thinking bring this guy. Um, and then when it's kind of nap time on the mountain, just throw this thing out and I'll be in comfort. Um, plus, you know, you could throw it down if you wanted to get a nice position for shooting prone from if you got time and it doubles as a glassing pad. Um, so thinking about using that, we'll see. Um, it doesn't weigh hardly anything, so I don't see why not. Um, all right, so moving on here. Um, got my Crocs, of course. Um, you know, this is the one, these are new. You can see I haven't taken these things off yet. Um, this is what I prefer uh, for camp shoes. Um, 
you know, they don't look pretty, but they get the job done. And they also are really good for crossing streams. If you have a shallow stream and, you know, um, you can throw these bad boys on and they're light, easy, comfortable, and uh, pretty cheap. So Crocs are my go-to for camp shoes. Um, all right, and then coming to my rifle, you know, I've talked a lot about my rifle before. So again, like I spent a whole lot of time on it, but Initial Ascent has this handy rifle carrier that they put on my pack for me. Um, and of course I got my Stealthy Hunter uh, rifle cover, uh, which you can get from Ryan. Um, it's a great, it's a great piece of kit just to keep your optic clean, your action clean and a little bit padded. Um, and then, you know, keep your muzzle free of debris. So this is my um, Weatherby Backcountry Mark V in 6.5 Creedmoor. Um, I like this gun a lot. Right now it's got a Swarovski Z5 5-25 on there, which I also like quite a bit. Um, she's good out to 500, 550. You know, she could shoot further than that, but I'm good out to 5, 550. Um, that's about as far as I want to shoot anyway. Um, but I did, you know, kind of put my uh, my little chart here of my holdovers. So um, feeling really confident in this rifle this year and um, uh, stoked to be shooting it. Um, Weatherby makes a great gun. So, and, you know, of course, 6.5 Creedmoor gets lots of hate, but it's plenty for brown bear. I mean, sorry, plenty for black bear and um, and deer size game. And I'm, I'm, I shoot this thing really well. So I do have a 300 Win Mag in the works coming but might be a little while still so keep you updated on that um so that's my rifle um again you know gonna be working with uh ryan and making a gritty film out of this one so of course i have my camera gear um and so i have two tripods i'll start here with this lens you know this thing is a behemoth it's a sony two to six hundred um, like I said, this thing probably weighs, geez, seven pounds at least, maybe close. I really don't know. It's heavy, guys. Um, but if you want those tasty long-range shots, you got to be willing to sacrifice. Also, I'm going to throw a doubler on this bad boy. So that'll take this thing out to a four to 1,200 millimeter zoom, uh, which is pretty crucial. Um, and I am going to do a full-on episode and video all about my camera gear. I know the guys... I get a lot of questions about camera gear and lenses and cameras and all that stuff. Um, so I am going to do a full-on video about that. I did want to get through this hunt um, to kind of get more dialed on exactly which lenses I really ended up using the most and stuff like that because I got some new gear. Um, so I'm going to wait on that, but definitely be looking out uh, this summer. I'm going to do a full-on camera uh, video and episodes. So look for that. This is a pretty handy little piece of gear. Um, it's just called a Domkey protective wrap. And basically what it is, is if you can imagine you got your camera body stuck on here and you're kind of running a gun in, you sort of throw this thing on there around like that. And you can kind of just wrap it. It's got some Velcro and keep your camera body protected. And then just throw this kind of thing up in your pack or wherever you got to keep it. Um, just to keep, you know, a little bit of extra padding and some debris, you know, uh, off your off your camera body. So um, that's a good little piece of gear there. Um, I got that on Amazon. Um, before I move on, before I forget, um, this is a really cool piece of gear that I got um, just recently. So this is a, a Garmin Phoenix 7 Sapphire Solar. 
Um, you know, I've, it's been a while. I kind of was waiting to get into the uh, smartwatch game. I was kind of hesitant. But it's just so useful, not only for hunting, but just for everyday fitness and life. Um, it's, it is solar powered, so the battery in this thing will last close to a month. I got it like three, four weeks ago, and I haven't charged it yet. Um, and it just does so much. It's got weather. It's got GPS on here. It's a safety thing. It's got a backup GPS. You know, you can track your hikes, um, your elevation, your blood oxygen level, um, just so much good information. The temperature, if you want to put it on your meat cache and see how cool it's getting at night. Um, and another thing which might seem goofy, but this one actually has a flashlight on it. And um, I can tell you when I was about to buy this thing, it was a little extra for the model with a flashlight. I was like, ah, you know, I'm not going to need that. And it seems kind of dumb. But honestly, like if you think about how often you use your cell phone flashlight um, and just having one right here at all times, not only as a backup to your headlamp, if you know, your headlamp fails or whatever, um, but just for doing hands, you know, uh, hand, having hands-free light um, is super useful. I use it actually all the time. So I know I'll be using this thing a lot. Uh, you know, in the tent at night or making breakfast early in the morning. Uh, maybe you, if you forgot your headlamp or sometimes you just don't want that bright headlamp. Um, this thing is is bright enough, but it's not super bright. Um, it's actually very useful. So tons of really cool stuff you can do with this. And it's a backup safety GPS as well. So that's a Garmin Phoenix 7 Sapphire Solar. Um, very useful tool for the backcountry, to be honest. So um, anyway, back to the pack. Like I said, I, um, because I like to glass and I like to shoot video, um, I'm always pretty much going to be having with me two tripods. So, um, both of these tripods are from two vets tripods. This is the no name junior. This is the ruck. And the only difference is the ruck. It's the same tripod, but it has this center column right here for just more adjustments. Okay, um, Two Vets makes killer tripods. Uh, I've been working with them for a while. Um, I have a code with them. If you order Two Vets tripods and use the code HQ5, you'll save 5%. Um, and they have everything from these, you know, really small ultralight kind of backcountry tripods all the way up to your, you know, big heavy duty precision rifle tripods. They got it all. Um, so check them out. Two vets tripods, use that code HQ five and save some money. Um, also, you know, it's a veteran owned and operated company, American company. So, um, and all they do is tripods. So they know their tripods, they do them right. Um, good customer service. Um, on this one, I got a Sarui VA five, good for glassing. Okay. For filming. Um, this one is a Benro. It's a fluid head. It's still pretty light duty one, but this is called a S four H. Now, the cool thing about this one is, is that this thing will accept Arca Swiss plates, which is very common in all your glassing stuff. And, you know, with your peak design camera clip, you know, I wanted a system, I've mentioned it before, but system that all my plates will fit on any of my tripods. My, I can go straight from my peaks design into a tripod. I can just switch in and out everything. Don't have to worry about which head I'm using, which tripod, which plate that can be very annoying and very confusing. This system, I have it worked out. I don't have to worry about that. Unfortunately, um, this head is discontinued by Benro, and it's really hard to find good video heads that are Arca Swiss adaptable. You can't get adapters, 
But anyway, I found this guy and then I ordered another one on eBay. Um, so anyway, maybe, you know, there, there are other options out there, but just something to think about if you're filming, probably not applicable to most of you guys. But anyway, those are the tripods that I will have on me. So I think that leads us into the pack. So uh, special scent. Let me just go ahead and mention actually really quick before I start digging in here. This is the initial ascent IA 6K backpack. Um, they're totally modular design. So any of their bags going from 2K all the way up to 6K will fit on this same frame. And this frame is a super innovative design. It's very customizable, um, you know, to different, you know, obviously different torso lengths. Um, and, you know, you can adjust the load lifter heights, all that good stuff. Um, and this thing, it has an integrated rifle sling carrier, which guys even hang quarters off of, which is crazy. But, you know, I was a little um, skeptical, honestly, um, of the pack. Um, didn't think that there was really any anything new under the sun as far as packs go. But when I was at the expo, <clears throat> one of the guys at the initial ascent booth uh, threw one on me and um, you know, he asked me how much I thought it weighed. And I said, I don't know, 35 pounds. Turns out it was 65. And so the thing just really shines in with, with heavy loads. So um, I talked to those guys over there, Dennis and Joe, they're super awesome, nice guys. Um, you know, they met in church, um, just good guys. So I worked out a deal with them. So if you go to Initial Ascent, if you're in the market for a new pack, uh, if you go to Initial Ascent, Put in the code QUEST, Q-U-E-S-T, you will save some money and you will directly help support the Hunter's Quest podcast and films. Um, so please, please, if you're looking at a backpack, definitely consider Initial Ascent. Um, I highly recommend it. You know, it carries a load exceptionally well and use that code QUEST and you're save some money and you're going to help me out. So... Go ahead and do that if you're looking for a pack. Now, let's just jump in because this thing is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> these first two pockets on the outside are stretchy, so you can cram just kind of tons of stuff in here. Um, I have here a very important piece of gear for myself personally, BJP, which is Bible Journal Pen. Um, you know, this thing has kept me going on some rough hunts. Uh, this particular Bible has been with me to Alaska twice, Arizona, New Mexico, Utah, um, Wyoming, I think that's it. Um, <clears throat> but just, uh, that's an important piece of gear for me that's always in my pack, no matter how heavy the pack is. Um, <clears throat> so secondly, on the top here, I have some water bladders. These are just MSR. Uh, water bladders this is a six liter and a four liter these are super handy because they have a big you know large opening that you can use um, they also have kind of a medium size opening well, if I can get it open okay forgive me they do not have a medium size opening but they have this large opening and then they have this little like squirt bottle size opening for like you know, if you just want to put a little bit into your uh, food or whatever. Um, so I'm doing a little bit different water system this year, which will involve these and, so, and um, a SteriPen. So I was running a Sawyer Squeeze. 
Um, it's kind of a pain in the butt, a little bit. It's a good system, but I'm gonna try out this year. Uh, I'm basically going to, you know, when we get to water source, fill these guys up, you know, do a dedicated water run probably uh, after I drop some weight, fill these guys up with dirty uh, water. And then, you know, I'll just pure, or I will sterilize as needed a liter at a time. So I got a SteriPen. I'll get into that when I, when I get to it. But uh, that's my water system this year. I'm going to try it out. Um, seems pretty simple and I uh, think it'll be a good system. We'll see how it works out. Um, see if I like it. Uh, this is probably about, yeah, let's, let's weigh it here. Got my nifty scale here. This is all batteries. So this is all camera batteries right here. There's just no way around it. That's yeah, not too bad. It's one and a half pounds. Got another two in the camera right there. So probably one and three quarters pounds of camera batteries. Not too bad. And I mean, at the end of the day, gotta have camera batteries. Can't go without them. So I'm gonna stick these back in here just so I've gotta repack this thing completely. All right, moving on. I guess I'll go ahead and go through the stuff in my lid first. Um, I'll just go ahead and take it off. That'll probably be the easiest way to do this. All right, so initial sense got a nice big lid. Um, under here, it's got this nifty kind of easy access pocket. I got all my tags in here. You know, don't want to pack all your gear and forget these bad boys. So I got my bear tags and my wolf tags in here. They're safe, I know where they're at. There's another big like Velcro pocket thing right here that, you know, goes like the length of that. So if you want to keep maps or papers or just anything, you can keep something there. All right, heading in here. Got my gloves. Um, I, you know, mainly I'm gonna be running a lot of cameras and I don't like wearing gloves anyway. So I only even put these on even when it's like pretty cold. Um, but then when I do, you know, I like to have my fingers for, for doing stuff and messing with my camera. So these are just black Ovis. I think they're Merino, um, fingerless gloves. I really like the fingerless design. Um, cause I just don't really like wearing gloves in general. So if I am wearing gloves, it's going to be these, um, this is a package of chargers. This is all just different cables and chargers. I got two battery chargers for my cameras and a couple backup batteries for stuff like my um, rangefinder uh, weapon light when I'm carrying my sidearm. So 95% of my gear is all rechargeable. Um, so that's why I have a lot of charging. This is excessive, I'll grant you that. But I have a lot of stuff that you know may potentially need to be charged. And these things are, you know, they just, they're cheap. They, have, they tend to fail. So I got like two or three of each. And so they don't weigh that much. So, you know, it's just good to have. All right. So um, next kind of a little comfort item, but something that I've, has been highly recommended to me. And I'm going to try it out this season. Uh, some Graxaw boot dryers. Um, these plug right into my battery packs and um, they'll just, they, they fit right into your, your boots um, like so. Kind of just go in like that. And... You turn those babies on, it's got a little computer fan in there and um, it just gets some air flowing into your boots. So if you do happen to get your boots wet, 
or even if you're just sweating a ton and they get super, super wet with sweat, you know, you can dry those things out. And especially on cold hunts, you know, waking up and putting your foot in an ice cold boot is just kind of, it's almost like demoralizing. So just like being able to put your foot in a nice warm, dry boot in the morning, um, I've heard is very crucial. So I'm gonna try these out this year. Um, you know, obviously I got my fuel canister. Uh, my cooking system here is just a little Tokes titanium 600 milliliter cup. I got MSR pocket rocket and I got some other stuff in here, just like extra lighters and a little bit of pyro putty and some seasoning, a little salt and pepper for when we, Lord willing, are cooking up some bear meat back there. Keep all that stuff together. Um, and then obviously I have my long spoon crucial um pyro putty this stuff um you know if you need to make a fire i'm not sure if i'm going to run the stove on this trip or not i'm going to bring this anyway just kind of an emergency kind of deal um but this stuff is great i tested it out the other day uh, like i said i did just get a seek outside large u-turn stove the other day um so you have to do an initial burn in to kind of get that thing going um so i used this and tested it out and i mean just a tiny pinch it got my my fire going like real fast so you know there's other products that do it too but i just went with that one and it works well um this is a plasma lighter just another backup lighter um you know it's it's windproof and uh, rechargeable like i said most of my stuff these days is rechargeable um so it's just an extra safety layer little backup flashlight on there as well of course i got my ammo i've talked about it before but uh, shooting hand loads this is 124 grain hammer hunter it's a copper mono with like 40.3 grains of varget um, which is not easy to get your hands on these days these things are like gold right now um, i'm going to bring some backup factory ammunition as well but this is this is what i'm shooting um, let's see i'll get to that one all right, so I got my Peaks headlamp here. Um, really good headlamp. It comes off here if you want like a handheld little light. Um, I think it's like a thousand lumens on the, on the brightest setting um, where you can you know wash your thing. Um, again, it's rechargeable, so you don't got to carry extra batteries and you can just throw it on your battery bank. It's got a red and a white setting. Um, it has a memory to recall your last setting. Also, it's super easy to lock the thing. So you can see you turn it on right there. If I want to lock it, um, turn it off first. Okay, this is the cycling. Okay, so it's off. All you do is hold it for four seconds and it'll blink twice. Let's you know it's locked. That way it's not gonna get turned on in your bag accidentally and the battery deplete. So that's a nice feature, pretty easy to use, good headlamp. Um, then I got um, just a little bag with some super glue for backup fixes or whatever, some oil wipes and a boar snake as well as a snap cap for my gun. A little gun cleaning stuff. Um, this is my SteriPen. So they do make a slightly smaller, slightly lighter version. Uh, which I also have, but it runs on a battery. And like I said, I really want to move to trying to get all my stuff rechargeable if possible. So this is the rechargeable. This is the SteriPen Ultra, I think. Uh, let's see. 
Yeah, I think SteriPen Ultra. Anyway, it's rechargeable. So like I said, for my water system this year, I'm just gonna fill up bladders with dirty water and then use the SteriPen in the water bottle to uh, purify as needed. Um, we'll see how that goes. You know, I might, who knows, I might go back to the Sawyer Squeeze. Not sure, but that thing gets a little annoying to be honest, squeezing all that. So I'm gonna see how this system works and see how I like it. Last but not least in my lid and always easily accessible is my Western Fly Rainfly. Um, obviously you wanna have it somewhere where it's easy to get to, like I said, if a flash rainstorm, come, rainstorm comes up. Um, this is made handmade in America, in Colorado by my friend Guy, who also runs the Western, Pontor Western Contours podcast. Um, he hand sews these things, they're super high quality. I've used them in Alaska. Um, he can make it for any size pack. Um, and also he has a small one that'll fit over your bino pack if you want to do that. So um, if you want to support another great American company, another hunting specific company, um, check out my guy, guy <laughs> at uh, Western Fly. Um, and I have a discount code with them too. So look in the description field and you'll see if you can save 15% on a fly cover for your pack and keep your stuff dry. Pull this stuff back in here for now. That does it for my lid. So moving on into the main pack here. All right. So to kind of distribute the weight, I basically have my clothing here, food in the middle, and then lighter camping stuff like, um, you know, tarp, shelter, sleeping bag, etc. in the bottom. That's because I've found that actually, believe it or not, food is one of your heaviest items. So, um, you know, I used to like always put my, all my food on top and it's just like having this huge bowling ball like on top of my pack and it kind of makes you top heavy and throws off your balance. So I have found uh, it's better to put your food kind of in the middle and close on top and then camp in the bottom. That's kind of the way I roll. Um, you know, I'm no expert, but that's what I do. So again... First thing, easily accessible, is my rain gear. Um, I think I mentioned it before, but spending a lot of days in the field this year, so I decided I needed to invest in some really good rain gear. This is the Kuyu Katana Storm Shell pant and jacket. Um, you know, like I said, a bit of an investment, but rain gear is not really something you want to skimp on. This is not the lightest stuff they make. They make a lighter one, I think, called a Northridge but this one's a little more durable. So I decided to go with a little bit more weight and a little bit more durability. So I'm with Katana Storm Show. <sighs> Let's see, again, just got my cotton underwear, one extra pair. My Kuyu, this would be the Super Down Ultra Vest and Super Down Ultra Jacket. Just amazing warmth, warmth to weight ratio there. Um, and, you know, it's supposed to be a pretty warm spring this year, but I'm just, I get cold easily, so I'm kind of bringing stuff, you know? I don't like getting cold. Um, so, like I said, I'll start with a synthetic base layer for a shirt. Um, on the bottom, this is a synthetic merino blend zip-off long john from Kuyu. I sleep in these, and then I'll basically wake up and put my pants on on top of them. If it gets hot during the day, I'll zip them off, but I pretty much live in these things. On the bottom and then obviously my pants will go on top of those um like i said uh the synthetic uh base layer on top and then i'll have this 
uh, black ovis merino uh, mid-layer. This is the like thicker one that's got a little bit of loft in it. Um, super nice, good quality stuff and a little cheaper than your kind of Kuyu option. Um, so it's a black ovis uh, merino mid-layer. I'm gonna bring that guy. And so that's kind of my system. You know, if it gets really cold, you know, I like to have puffy pants too. Uh, I'm gonna try out these on this trip because it might not be as cold. I still want something on the bottom if I got it. And that's um, a Kenai um, from Kuyu. It's a synthetic uh, insulated pant and they do zip off and on. I think it's maybe slightly more durable um, than the, the down ones. Probably not, well, definitely not as warm but also much quieter as well. So I'm gonna try these out on this trip and see how they do. And I'll, I'll let you guys know. Um, but uh, that's Kenai. Two pairs of extra socks, liners. Okay. Um, and okay, so I'm gonna talk about food here for a second. Um, first, let me pull out all this food just to show you kind of what 12 days of food looks like. And again, this is not all my, like I still have a few items like cheese and like peanut butter bars that kind of need to stay refrigerated that aren't in here yet. And this is not even completely all my food, but it's it's 90%, I would say, if not more. Um, so, it's a lot. Probably easily 25 pounds worth of food. As you can see, you can see how much room this takes up. All this food. Um, and basically, long story short, but I just happened to have been gifted like cases of Mountain House. So I have like free Mountain House for days, which is why I have all these Mountain Houses. But I don't really typically eat Mountain House every single day. Um, so I'm going to, this is, I got one of my food packs out here to kind of show you. Um, a typical day. This one's pretty full. It's a few things I still might add, but um, really like Heather's choice for breakfast. Um, her breakfasts are killer. I really like her meals as well, but um, especially her breakfast. So um, this one's leftover from last year. She just did a whole new revamp, a new packaging, a new menu, and all this kind of stuff. But this is one of my favorite ones, blueberry cinnamon breakfast. Um, she makes tons of good stuff. So check out Heather's Quest. I mean, <laughs> I always say that. Heather's Choice. Check out Heather's Choice. Um, other thing is too, is I have a discount code with Heather. So, you know, now's a really good time to stock up on food. She also makes these guys, which are like one of my favorite snacks, packaroons. Um, if you like good food, if you like eating healthy in the backcountry, especially, um, and you wanna support another awesome hunting industry company, this one's based in Alaska, get you some Heather's Choice. Use my discount code in the description field and not only are you gonna save money and support a good hunting brand, you are gonna directly support me in the show because she gives me a little kickback from sales there. So um, I have a really good relationship with Heather. She's an awesome person and her food is amazing. So get you some Heather's Choice and use my discount code, which is in the description. Um, you know, then as far as other stuff, you know, I, I like the Mountain Ops bars. This is also a really good one I found. Fit Crunch, it's got a little bit more calories than the Mountain Ops ones. You know, some nuts, Cliff Bar, another Mountain House for dinner. As far as like supplements and stuff, um, you know, I love these Ignite Trail Packs. Uh, I throw in a Yeti Trail Pack as well because it's got a little creatine. Um, you know, can't get enough of those. 
I'm gonna try out these Mountain Ops Super Greens this year. Um, and then I love Wilderness Athlete Hydrate and Recover Arizona Peach. It's just so good. I love it. So I always bring one of those. Uh, I got a Stealthy Nutrition Krill Oil in there. And um, I always like to finish the day with a little slumber. This is Sleepy Chai. Um, just kind of helps me sleep a little bit and uh, helps with recovery while you sleep as well. I got some collagen and other stuff in there. Um, so I'm not going to go super in detail with food, but that's basically what I do. Just kind of have each day packaged up like that. And again, that's like a solid 20, probably 25 pounds of food, uh, which is a lot, but I eat a lot back there. And so I'm not really worried about it. And that will disperse as time goes on. All right. So moving on from food. Um, so for shelters, okay, this is my big Agnes Copper Spur Ultralight High Volume One Man Shelter. It's a great little shelter. Um, you know, it's 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 got a floor. It's fully enclosed. Uh, it's got nice size vestibules on both sides uh, for storing gear. Um, I did also get this Seek Outside Silex this year. <clears throat> so. I'm not exactly sure which one of these is gonna be used on this trip. I'm bringing both um, to kind of have as options. Uh, Lampers was saying that he might suggest this one because it can pitch on a smaller surface area and we might be doing kind of one-man shelters as opposed to teepees and stoves. Um, we might do stoves and teepees at base camp, but um, anyway, this is a Silex, like I said, this is a stove jack. Okay, something to um, to mention here. This is the Sil Nylon version, um, which is available with the stove jack. And it's gonna be, all right, let me just weigh it. So this is the whole thing, the Silex with the stove jack, which adds, which adds you know, a decent amount of weight, and the stakes, okay? So that's coming in at 1.84 pounds. Um, and like I said, this is the Sil Nylon version. Now, I don't know when you're gonna be watching this, uh, but you know, as you know, stuff's been crazy with COVID and getting a hold of materials. There's another material called Dyneema, which is like a really you know, advanced uh, type of material. And it is literally half the weight of Sil Nylon. Like I'm not exaggerating, it's, it's almost exactly half the weight. So, I did order myself a Dyneema Silex as well as a Dyneema Cimarron, but I kept this uh, Sil Nylon Cimarron, or I'm sorry, this Sil Nylon Silex because it has a stove jack. The Dyneema Silex does not have a stove jack option, so I'll have kind of some flexibility there. Um, this is a great shelter. I tested it out the other night. I put the stove in it. Uh, man, it's toasty in there. It's definitely with a stove and gear it's a one-man shelter it's a floorless um but you're talking about this without the poles which i'm not going to weigh it with the poles because you can use your trekking poles but it's 1.84 now if i'm going to weigh my big agnes which of course is including tent poles and stakes you're still only looking at two and a half pounds 2.51 pounds and to be honest i think the stakes are not in here so to be fair i think we need to 
add the stakes into this pack. So we're at 1.8 on the Silex. Now with stakes in this big, big Agnes, what are we gonna get? Okay, about 2.8, 2.76. So you're talking about, you know, if you use your trekking poles as your poles in the side, like you're talking about a pound of weight savings, which is significant. Now it is floorless and this is with a stove jack. So if you had the, if you had the Dyneema Silex with no stove jack, um, it's gonna be in the one pound range. It's gonna be very light. So anyway, um, not sure exactly which one I'm gonna be running on this trip. It's looking it might be the Big Agnes. Both great shelter options. They have their pros and cons each way. So just kind of depends on what you're doing. Um, let me move this guy over here. All right, couple more things here. I'm getting down to the wire. I did make, like I said, a few upgrades. While I'm talking about all this Dyneema stuff and whatnot, let me just show you. This is Dyneema. Um, so like I said, I ordered the Dyneema Cimarron and the Dyneema Silex. They're not here yet. Um, <clears throat> I just found them pop up on the website and I just grabbed them because like I said, it's been really hard to get a hold of Dyneema lately because of like shortages. But this is what it is. It's, um, you can see it's very translucent, extremely lightweight material, um, really tough obviously waterproof um this is i believe an eight foot by seven foot tarp i don't want to completely unroll it this is a large tarp this is a z-pax dyneema tarp so you know basically it can be used to make a meat cache it can be a backup emergency shelter um but this thing is just amazingly light and again you know we're talking about ounces here, you know, so some guys might say, you know, it's not worth it. It's not worth the extra money, whatever. And you might be right. Um, but you know, if you're carrying around lots and lots of stuff for 10 days and you got camera gear and you got whatever, whatever, or, you know, you get, you just really want to be ultra light as possible. It is, it is a weight savings that you can make. So right here, just for comparison's sake, I have this Dyneema Z-Pax tent or tarp and this, um, Amazon, whatever, made in China tarp. This one was $20. This one's substantially more expensive, but I believe this is a smaller tarp than this one. I believe this is seven by nine. I think this is like six by eight or something. I can't remember to be honest with you, but um, let me just show you the weight difference here. So um, for the Dyneema, or let's see, for the you know Amazon, whatever tarp, you're looking at 10 ounces. If the Dyneema tarp, 5.6. So, you know, you might be saying five ounces, who cares? And maybe you're right. But I just wanted to give you a sense of how much lighter Dyneema is than nylon. It's half the weight. And if you're looking to save weight, you know, you're looking for ways to do it, this is one way to do it. And with the Dyneema shelter, you're gonna save even more than that. So. I will be taking this, not this, uh, Dyneema tarp. Um, another area that I made some weight savings this year was 
Um, so this is my sleeping bag that I've been using the past three years. Um, it served me well, don't get me wrong. Um, I bought this in a sporting goods store in Alaska for 99 bucks on sale right before caribou season. And like I said, it served me well. Um, but as you can see, it is when packed considerably bigger. Uh, takes up a lot more volume. These are both 15 degree bags. This one's a synthetic. This one's 850 down. Um, this one is a marmot. And like I said, I do like to support hunting brands when I can. So actually I tried to buy a Stone Glacier Chilkoot or even a Kuyu Super Down bag, but um, they were just sold out and I needed a bag like yesterday. So I got this on the Go Hunt gear shop. Um, Go Hunt's gear shop is amazing. And at least I, you know, somewhat was able to support a, um, a hunting company uh, by buying it from Go Hunt. And real quick, just some extra 550 cable goes in with my emergency type for whatever. Forgot to mention that. Anyway, so my sleeping bag, Marmot, got it at the Go Hunt shop, much smaller. They're both 15 degree bags. Um, you know, this one's synthetic. And just to give you uh, a idea of the weight savings I'm talking about here. So this guy is coming at 3.7 pounds. Whereas my new bag two and a quarter pounds. So you're talking about really like a pound and a half difference there. And again, you know, to each their own, but pound and a half is pretty significant for item like a sleeping bag. So pretty stoked on this marmot bag. Um, we'll see how it does. I have high hopes. I think it'll do very well. And it's a pound and a half lighter. So that's good. All right. That is personal hygiene stuff. All right. Almost done here. Coming down to the wire. All right, last few things here, uh, game bags. So this is the large meat on bone game bags from Argali. They are, you know, really high quality game bags. You know, this is bigger than you would need for a deer, black bear probably. But, um, you know, I figure I'd if I'm gonna buy one set of game bags, I might as well get the big ones so I can kind of reuse them for everything. They do reuse very well. I also have a discount code with Argali. Um, I believe it's Quest 5. Check the description field. Uh, you'll see, but you can save money at Argali with my code as well. They also make killer knives. Um, but speaking of knives, I have actually found that more and more I've been really going towards a cleaning game with a replaceable blade, uh, like, you know, razor blade type knife. This is a Havilon. Goat Knives also makes good ones, but... You know, for me, I just really like having that super razor sharp knife and then the ease of just being able to just change the blade out when it gets dull. So that's what I'm gonna do this year. Of course, I got my backup pocket knife, like I said before, my Kershaw, but I just really like having that super sharp razor blade type knife when I'm butchering and cleaning. Um, so I'm gonna be running that Havilon uh, in my kill kit. And then I got this um, Silky Saw Pocket Boy. Um, 
really handy nifty little saw for not only for firewood but also for you know taking off heads or <clears throat> skull plates or legs or whatever you got to do um, that's kind of my kill kit so uh, moving on to the rest of my sleep system here it's a thermarest neo air uh extra light i think and i have two inflatable pillows in here because I'm a side sleeper and I need to have some between my legs and sleep systems are just another place you just don't wanna skimp on. You need to get good sleep back there. It's not just a luxury, it's a necessity to keep going, like honestly. So this is a sleeping pad and two pillows um, and that's just over a pound and a half. Um, good stuff, you wanna make sure, you know, the floorless, you got something good under you so you don't puncture this thing. Um, but it's a great little pad. Thermarest makes some great stuff. Um, and then coming here to my like personal hygiene uh, and like medicine and stuff like that. Um, let's see what we got here. Right. First and most important, wipes. I don't need to say anything else. You just need wipes. I love those things. Those are just, I bought these on Amazon. Bring plenty of wipes. Um, got my Stealthy Nutrition CBD. I do believe this stuff has helped my back and get some, getting rid of some inflammation in my back. Um, I take it every day. Um, actually, I kind of forgot to take some today, so might as well just, all right, there you go. It's got a nice minty flavor too. Um, then obviously toothbrush, toothpaste, a little flosser, some earplugs in case I got to share a teepee with a snorer, <laughs> chapstick, um, and a little bit of uh, steroid cream for rashes or poison ivy, etc. Um, this is the Mountain Ops Solitude. So I haven't tried this yet, but I did use the uh, Wilderness Athlete version last year and it did seem to help. It's uh, a supplement for um, altitude sickness, basically. Um, which I did not get, and I live in a swamp. So um, anyway, take it for what it is. But um, this is a crucial piece of gear. This is Luco tape. You probably heard guys talk about it before, but I usually just wrap my feet just preemptively before I even start hiking. And this stuff's amazing. It'll stay on your feet for a week, you know, I mean longer. Um, but I just wrap this around my toes, my ankles, and that'll keep you from blistering. Um, a little bit of bug spray. I got some allergy medicine and some, you know, basic pain relievers in here. Band-Aids, um, Neosporin, a couple san um, sanitizing wipes and some um, blood clot stuff, the powder, like the stop bleed stuff that you can pour into a wound. Um, you know, obviously my belt can double as a tourniquet if you need. Um, and then I have a few medications here, uh, you know, multivitamin, magnesium, Stealthy Nutrition Krill Oil. Um, then I got some Imodium, that's important. A few NyQuil just in case, some Rolades and some cough drops. Pretty basic, I mean, Imodium is probably the most important thing in there. Um, and that's pretty much all I take as far as that stuff goes. Um, yeah, pretty self-explanatory. The Luco tape and the wipes could probably survive with just those two things. The rest is auxiliary. Um, 
So here's, I think this is the last thing, but this is um, pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about these. This is Anchor Solar um, Panel. And uh, Brian told me about these actually. So they tried them last year and they worked really well. I've tested them. And even in low light, they they turn on and work pretty good. Um, you know, I used to run a goal zero thing and it just was awful and it broke in like a week. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's even showing right now that it's it's picking up a charge right now just off these fake lights in here, which is pretty amazing. Um, and then pairing that with um, Poseidon Pro from Dark Energy. So basically, I, I bought two that might be overkill, you know, but again, I have lots of stuff to charge and uh, I'm kind of a believer of, you know, two is one and one is none. So I'm going on this hunt with two. Hopefully I will realize on the course of this hunt that one is plenty and I can just bring that on my next trip because it's not super light, but I'm going to see what it's like with two. I can leave one back at camp charging and then have one with me to charge you know, while I'm out and also have one power bank, um, to charge the phone. Um, I even have some adapters where it can charge my camera batteries and whatnot. Um, and you know, everything from micro wireless microphones, camera batteries, uh, telephone, in reach, stereo pin, you know, like I said, everything I got pretty much is rechargeable. My headlamp, so this is pretty crucial and a pretty cool piece of gear and i've heard that they work very well so um i think i hit everything guys you know i have just i have uh discount codes for a lot of this good stuff um i especially would ask that you if you're in the mood in the market for food or a pack to use the code quest at initial ascent um if you're looking for a pack and use my code at heather's choice because both of those codes directly support the show and the films. Um, but I think I hit everything, guys. Um, it's been a long day, so um, I'm pretty tired, but I think I got all this stuff together. If you have any questions, please let me know in the comments. I'd be happy to answer questions about gear or whatever. Um, again, I'm going to do another one of these things about camera gear this summer. So if you're interested in cameras and stuff like that, uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, go ahead. If you enjoyed this, hit the subscribe button, um, you know, share this video and like the video, leave me a comment, question, whatever you got. I really appreciate y'all support and um, looking forward to sharing with you guys what, what we got coming this season. A lot of really cool hunts and even, starting to plan even to 2023 got some amazing stuff in the works already so looking forward to sharing that stuff sharing the films and just appreciate all your support you know um hit that subscribe button and, and keep following along and and just want to say thank you to all you guys and we'll see you on the next one